0: Tough times we know
1: that you are faithful
0: to
2: before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we declare this service open in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we are now before the Jordan River like the people of Israel when you promised them to take them over to the promised land. Lord, we are not able to cross the Jordan River without your help, without your intervention. Therefore, as I stand under the anointing, I declare and decree that the power given to Moses, the power given to Joshua, the power given to all the ancient prophets will be given unto us, especially our leadership, our senior pastor who is heading us, Pastor Kerry, to be able to move those powers for us to be able to go to Glory to glory, to give you the honor. Lord, we pray that your blessings will accompany us. We pray for wisdom, because the Bible says, but people perish because of lack of knowledge and wisdom. Therefore, we pray you will give us wisdom, you will give us understanding, you will give us love and unity, peace for us to be able to work together as a team. Because the Lord Jesus Christ, when he sent the disciples, he sent them in peace. Lord, we pray, Lord, as a team, you are both together. We pray your blessings will be with us. And we pray for the service today. We pray for the message. We declare everything that is not of God in our place be removed. Every be removed. And be replaced with the spirit of the most high God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I cover all this prayer point with the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. We now move to our purpose for the church. Amen. Can we all rise, please? Amen. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship. I will be a part of a small group, Bible fellowship, to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents. I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offerings. To keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world. I will love all those who enter our doors and accept them in our midst. Amen. God bless you.
3: Good morning, church. Good to see so many of you here with this weather. Um, I'm going to read Proverbs 22, 1 through 9, Old Testament. May our gracious Lord lend understanding to the reading of his word. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. The rich and poor together, the Lord is the maker of them all. A prudent man sees the evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. The reward of humility and the reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the obstinate and unwilling and will, and willful. Sorry, we who guard against he who guards himself will be far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Rich rule over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. He who sows inequity will reap calamity and futility, and the rod of his wrath will fail. He who has a bountiful eye shall be blessed, for he gives of his bread to the poor. My second reading is from the New Testament, Matthew 6, 19 through 20. Do not gather up and heap up and store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust and worm consume and destroy and where thieves break through and steal. But gather up and heap up and store up yourself, for yourselves treasures in heaven. Where neither moth nor rust nor worm consume and destroy, and where thieves do not break through and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.
4: Thank you for sharing, for reading our um, scripture reading for us today. Praise God, everyone. How's everyone doing? Hallelujah. Can anyone share with me what time it is? It's offering time. And what do we say? Hallelujah. Are you a generous giver today? Are you a cheerful giver today? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God, saints. Today, I believe, is uh, is it our fourth Sunday already of January? And on the fourth Sunday, our special offering goes to support the Two Cent a Meal. And our Two Cent a Meal helps us with our grocery bags, our hot meal ministry, and to be able to make sure that no one goes unfed when they come to our church for help. So we're asking today, if you're able to please give to our two-cent-a-meal, our special offering. Saints, before our ushers come forward, I want to be mindful that uh, we've been in this sermon series about generosity. And I've shared with you all the pledge sheets over the course of this month. And the pledge sheets, we're asking, if you can, to turn them in today. They have been emailed online. So those of you that are joining us online, you can check your email those of you that are here in the building today, you can pick up one today. Um, Our ushers will be happy to bring you a pledge sheet. But later on in the service, we will collect those pledge sheets. And for those of you that are online, you can email your pledge sheet back to us, or you can mail it in, or you can drop it off the next time you're here at church. Let us go into prayer. Gracious God, we thank you for your ultimate generosity. We are so grateful for all the things that you have done in our lives. If we count our many blessings and name them one by one, Lord Jesus, we would just be amazed at how much you have done for each and every one of us. We thank you for these tithes and offerings, and we pray you would bless these tithes and offerings, Lord, to magnify and multiply, that we may provide for the people of your church. We give you all these prayers, In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray, and all your people said, amen and amen. As our ushers come forward to receive the offering, for those of you that are online, we have several easy ways for you to join in the offering today. You can go ahead and go to NLAC.tv, and you can establish your online giving account. For those of you that like to use Cash App, Go ahead, put that dollar sign, the number 2, NLAC, and your offering comes right to us here at New Life at Calvary. For those that like to mail in or drop off your offering, our address is 2020 E79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. That address again is 2020 E79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, four four one oh three we will now be blessed in song by makai turner singing just want to praise you
1: Just wanna pray
4: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so good. Thank you, Makai. Hallelujah. It is so awesome and amazing when our young people are part of worship and serving and singing. How many of you feel like uh, Makai's song today is your testimony? <laughs> Hallelujah. How has God blessed you in your life today? Woke us up. We're here safe. Hallelujah. Praise God. Those of you that sitting at home right now, we thank you for joining us online. But we also thank all of you that trucked through the snow, praise God, and the ice to get here today. We are thankful. What else are you all blessed for today? We breathe in. We have a place to worship, Amen. We a place to live. Some heat, some lights, you know, some food to eat. We're gonna all eat today, amen. God has brought us through sometimes, huh? So thank you Makai for that wonderful wonderful song. We are going to be concluding today our last sermon in this sermon series. And what is our sermon series called? The power of generosity. Amen. And we spoke our very first time in our sermon series, we learned about the power of letting go and letting God. And last week we learned about testing God and increasing our faith. And today we are going to be talking about, I want to be happy. Who wants to be happy in here today? (laughs) I know I do. (laughs) We wanna be happy people. We wanna feel good. Like some days you just get up in the morning and you don't even feel good. You just open your eyes and you don't even feel good opening your eyes. We want to feel good when we wake up. We wanna feel good throughout our day. Even when all kind of trials and tribulations come our way, we still want to say, Lord, I am happy, I'm powerful, and I feel good today. I keep going back. I'm telling you, Pastor Antonio, if you all did not listen to Pastor Antonio's message on the first Sunday of September, you need to go back. Because almost every conversation I have with people, we're talking about why to be positive and why to speak life into our circumstances? And, and I always refer back to her message. I said, Pastor, Pastor Antonia said that at the beginning of the year, we're going to speak positively and speak life into our situations and our circumstances. So have you all been speaking positively about yourselves and your life and your family? Has anybody tried that? I hope so. <laughs> if you haven't, tell your neighbor it's not too late. <laughs> not too late instead of seeing the snow outside you can say you know what we got some good Cleveland weather (laughs) we got some weather and we're gonna get through it no matter what and we're gonna be safe so saints as we begin this message let's go into prayer gracious God you are so mighty and amazing and we say thank you thank you Lord for all the ways that you bless us continuously throughout our lives We cannot say thank you enough. As we continue to seek your power and your understanding and your wisdom and how to be generous, we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would open our eyes, open our minds, and most of all, open our hearts. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all your people said, amen and amen. So what happens when people give generously? There are some things that happen when we make the decision to be generous people. A whole lot. Say a whole lot. A whole lot of things happen when we give generously, when we are generous people. And that's in all areas of our lives: our finances, our material possessions, our our love, our, our hope, all of our feelings of encouragement and positivity. When we are generous people, needs get met. Say needs. Our basic needs get met. Every human being has basic needs. What are some of those needs? What are some of our most basic needs? Food, shelter, cl- clothing, some love, right? Affirmation. Someone, someone that cares about you. And when we are generous people, our basic needs get met. Did you know that when we are generous people, our children do better? Our little kids do better when we are generous people. When we are generous people, our senior citizens, our elderly folks do better. They don't have to worry about how they're gonna be taken care of. And when our children do well, when our senior citizens do well, guess what? We all do well. Say we all. We all do well. Since we began this sermon series, I wanted to find out have you tried anything new or different in your giving? Did anybody try anything new? Did you see that person on the street and you went on ahead and gave them a dollar without worrying about it? Did you you did? All right, praise God. Did anyone else do anything new or different? Did you maybe, you know, think about your offering? Did you fill out your pledge sheet? When that family member called and they needed, you know, 5, 10, 15 dollars, did you give them some help? Anybody do that? All right, we got some folks that did some things differently. We can't experience the power of generosity if we don't do anything to experience the power of generosity. So I'm going to challenge us all this week, try one thing. Say try how many things? One thing. One thing with being a generous person. So when we go back to what is our power and generosity, we can remember that we learn to let go and do what? Let God, right? We also learn that we can increase our faith and trust and that we are actually allowed to test God, and we find out when we test God, God always shows up, doesn't he? God always does what he has promised us that he would do. So we learn by letting go and letting God, and we learn by increasing our faith and trusting God, that our power and our strength is truly in God and not in us as human beings. It's not about us, right? It's all about who? God. We think we have our own power, our own might, and our own strength, but do we really have that? No, we don't. So our true power always lies with Christ, always in the cross. When we are generous people, it has been proven scientifically, some of us like scientifically science stuff, we become happier people. Did you all know that? The more generous we are, the happier we are. But it's a, it's a twist in that. Say twist. It's a twist in that. The twist is learning to give without expectation. Learning to give without expecting to get anything back. Most of us want a return on our investment in all areas of life. How many of us have children in our lives. They can be your kids, your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, your little cousin, your brothers, your sisters, somebody that you helped raise, right? Somebody that you did something for. And then those children grow up, and they turn out to be different from what we expect sometimes, right? How many of us have gotten angry about that? Do you know how much I paid for your education, for you just to say you want to drop out? What? Do you know how many school supplies and uniforms and how many bus rides we had to take to get you back and forth to school for you to say you don't want to do it anymore? We're angry because we expected something. We expected them to follow our guidelines and our ways instead of what God's plan was for them all along. How many of you know that you can change your expectations today? That's part of letting go. We expect things. If, if, I, if I give you $10 and I loan you $10, what do I expect back? I expect to get my money back, right? If I go out of my way and plan you a dinner and by the way thank y'all for helping us last week with that dinner that catfish was good praise God <laughs> but if I go out of my way and help you and make dinner and I clean the house and I've cooked for you and I've washed your laundry and then you come home what am I expecting? I thank you for you to acknowledge at least see you know my husband in the summertime, I drive him crazy because he cuts the grass. I'm telling you, he has our grass lined up and everything. And he comes home, I come home, and guess what I do, y'all? Vroom, driving the driveway, get out of my car, come in the house, and start drinking me a soda or something. And he's standing there looking like, <clears throat> You ain't, you, I, you came, you came from outside, you, you nothing. You ain't see nothing out there? Because his expectation is at least that I would validate and recognize that he did something, right? Walter over there. <laughs> the, the, the fellow grass cutter over there. But sometimes, say sometimes, we have to do things knowing that we aren't going to get any validation, recognition. No one's going to see us. No one's going to know what happened, but God, but God. We can't expect a return on everything. Say everything, everything that we do. Now, some days I don't want to discourage you because some days you're going to get a return on your investment. (laughs) That's the blessings of God. we have to be able to walk in our world and be generous people even if people aren't necessarily generous to us. That's the call of a Christian. You see, why is that we get to be so generous? One of the very first scriptures most of us learn about the Bible is from the book of John 3 16 and it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. God was the first one to establish generosity. How many of you all know that a lot of people do not pay attention to what God did on the cross for all of us? People go their whole lives and God is standing, looking at that cross like, you, you don't see it? You don't see nothing? You you don't, you didn't, the whole day when, you know, I had to be beaten and I had to be demeaned and, you know, I carried that cross up that hill and and then, you know, they pounded those nails in my hands and in my feet and then they stuck that, you know, that sword in my side and 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 you don't see nothing? Nothing. How many of us as Christians, we sometimes forget the generosity? You see, we think about all the blessings that God gives us, our finances, our family, our our children, our jobs, our educations, our, our clothes, our life. But really, the greatest, most generous, most powerful thing he ever did for us was to die on the cross. That's the greatest gift. Now, let me ask you, what recognition did Jesus get when he died on the cross? Did anybody stand there cheering and clapping? Did anybody give him a pat on the back? Did anybody send him a thank you letter later on? Jesus, I'm just so thankful for what you did for me. Not one word. Even that day when he was on the cross, the disciples ran away. The disciples said, I don't know him. No one recognized the generosity that had happened for the entire world. But here's the the even deeper thought. God didn't expect it. God never expected one human being to recognize the gift that he had given to us. He gave us that gift freely with no expectations. You can believe in me or you don't have to believe in me. You can live your life for me or you can live your life differently. But I did this for all of humanity. That's amazing, isn't it? So generosity, without necessarily being recognized, is something that every single one of us as Christians have to figure out how to become a part of. Because every time we do something, we aren't necessarily going to get recognized for it. No one's going to pat us on the back. No one's going to send us a thank you card or a letter. I mean, those things are all nice. But think about how many things you have done And no one has said, I appreciate you for that. We do those things, saints, because we have to acknowledge and see that as generous people, we are a part of something bigger and better. Say bigger and better. Generous people are people who care about other people, even when we don't necessarily feel always cared about. We still love, and we still care. How many of you can confess that's hard to do? It's hard to love people when you feel like no one's loving you. But try it. Say try it. Try it, and watch your happiness begin to increase and increase Because when we're generous people, our happiness increases and our depression decreases. When we're generous people, our feelings of joy increase and our feelings of pain and anger decrease. When we know that we are a part of something bigger. Our scripture from the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 19. I don't know, Jasmine, are you able to bring that up for us? (coughs) Read this with me. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and tear. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Something bigger. Every time we do something and and we don't get that recognition here on earth, Guess what? We're storing it up in heaven. We are, we are doing things today that will benefit us when we get to eternity. How many of you all know some of us, when we get to heaven, we going to get in, but we're going to have a small part of the mansion. Your, your mansion going to look nice, but when you look around, you going to be like, man. How about Santonia get that, you know, 100-bedroom mansion? You know, how pearly, ooh, look at pearly. She got a full garden and everything. Wow. All I got is, you know, three or four bedrooms at my spot. It looked nice, but look what they got. Why would theirs look different or better? Because they stored treasures in heaven. They thought about the bigger picture of what they're doing now that will prepare them for eternity. See, a lot of people don't worry about eternity. They don't worry about whether they're going to live or they're going to die. They don't even think about it. How many of you have your funeral plans planned? Anybody? Oh, man, y'all, we got to do better. Because how many of us in here going to die? We don't know the date or the time, but we know it's going to happen, right? How many of us have saw families experience a death? No one has saved one dime or one nickel. There's no life insurance policy, but we got to bury this person. Anybody know about how much a funeral costs? What's well, a lot? Thousands, right? At minimum for a cremation is about three thousand dollars. That's just to be ashes. That's not a casket, that's not your in the ground. It's thousands of dollars. How many of you got like a dollar saved toward that? I mean, if I was your family, I would at least want the dollar. <laughs> We have to think about the bigger picture. We are constantly preparing for our life after this life. And that's a part of what gives us our power. That's a part of what gives us our happiness. You see, we don't have to worry about every detail of what's happening here because we know we are going to a better place. My house don't look that great. You know what? My house in heaven going to look real good, though. My car over here don't look that great. I don't know how we drive in heaven, but you better believe I'm going to be up there trying to figure it out. God is going to be so faithful to us, thanks. so good to us. How many of you all want to go to heaven? I want to know what it's like to have streets lined with gold. I want to know what it's like to have beautiful sparkling water and, and to hear the angels and the gardens and the animals. I want to see all of that. But there's only one way to get to all of that, but I'm getting ahead of myself because the power of generosity here on earth is working together, say together, to accomplish amazing things. You see, we had our leadership meeting yesterday and it was a good meeting. How many of y'all were part of that meeting? It was a really good meeting. Our elders, deacons, lay pastors, our heads of ministries, our future elders and deacons all came to that meeting, and we were online, praise God. We were on Zoom, and a few of us were here in the office. And in that meeting, we started to identify the things that we have accomplished together here at New Life at Calvary. What's some of the things that you think we have accomplished together? What have we done together as a church? We kept the doors open. During COVID-19, do you know how many churches have had to close? We have learned how to be safe in the midst of a global pandemic. We kept our doors open. And on, on a day like this, it matters that we kept the doors open. Remember we talked about the homeless people last week and looking to a library or something to get to the bathroom? Guess what? Library not open on Sunday. All those places aren't necessarily open on Sunday. My husband told me this morning, he saw on the news, they, they opened up special sites just for the homeless today to get to. But what if you can't even get to the site? What if you're right here on 79th and Euclid? And the snow is high outside, isn't it? Can't even trug your way. Snow is real high. You're supposed to figure out, you don't have money, you barely have a coat, and you're supposed to figure out how to get to a center, but it's a church right here. We learned during COVID, you all, that one of the biggest ministries we provide is an open, warm, safe place for those that don't have it. And when we open our doors on Sunday, they can come in, they can get cleaned up, use the bathroom, have a cup of coffee, because guess what, when we all leave today... We're going home. We're going to a warm place, but a lot of people won't. So what we have accomplished here at New Life at Calvary has immeasurable value. Walter always likes to use value. We have immeasurable value for our community. What else have we accomplished together? We kept the doors open. We provide a warm space for our community. What else? We feed the poor. We feed anybody, anybody that has a, a need for food. What else? We, we make sure people have clothes if they need clothes. You need medications. You all have been such a blessing to Pat when she lost just about everything in her kitchen, in her living room area of her home when she went through that fire do you know the people that were supposed to help her turned their back? The Peace Corps told her her damage wasn't enough. She had to get rid of her couch, her microwave, her coffee pot, but her damage wasn't enough because her whole house wasn't burnt down. We were the only ones, including her family, to help her. How else have we, what else have we accomplished together? Scholarships for our young people. We have an adopted school down the street that we support and provide. When they have a need, we show up. How else have, what else have we accomplished? We're supporting a whole mission over in Nigeria in Africa. We're supporting a whole mission in India right now. We're supporting Pastor Mike in Germany right now. We have helped launch a brand new church on the west side of Cleveland right now. Hallelujah. We have accomplished a lot together in a short time period of eight years of new life at Calvary. And we have more to do. Tell your neighbor we have more to do. If we think about some of the things we want to continue to accomplish over the next five years, 10 years, 20 years, we can think about, wow, look at what God is going to do for all of us in our church at the end of the leadership meeting, I was talking to, uh, June, June Phillips, and she, she's probably online. She couldn't make it out today. She called me this morning. She wanted to be here. So praise God, June. I hope you made it online. But June is in, in her elderly years. And she said, Pastor Kelly, I've been here for a long time and I want to live to see some of the things we gonna do. She said, we gotta move faster. <laughs> we gotta move faster because she wants to be a part of it. So let's think together. Let's vision together. What are some of those things? We we established some goals yesterday on on some very simple things that we're going to do together at New Life at Calvary. We are going to improve our communication and our connection. Say communication and connection. We're going to improve how we talk to each other, how we connect with each other. Every time a new person comes to our church, we want to make sure that that person has a team of individuals that's dedicated to them. Doesn't that sound nice? Especially for our new people. They know they're going to have someone that they know their name, they know their face, they got a phone number to connect with. We're also going to improve our communication online. Say hi to everybody online. Hi. Hi. God has blessed us with the capability of being able to extend the ministry online. But we got to improve that, you all. We got to improve the sound. We got to improve the quality. We want to make sure that they feel a part of our services and we know them and they know us. What else can we do here at New Life at Calvary over these next years? or Just in this one year, saints. We're going to make sure that we work really hard, say really hard, to recognize that we do have two different types of churches in one church. We have an online church and an in-person church. And God is good to us that we are able to do that. We do. And so we want to be able to make sure that everybody, say everybody, Everybody experiences a wonderful, blessed worship service, whether you're in person or, and online. You can be a member online. You can be a member in person, and we're going to love you all the same. We are going to make sure our buildings, look at our building. It's beautiful, isn't it? And we talked last week about making sure our outside reflected what's going on on the inside, Right? And we're going to work, keep working real hard to make sure our building is clean and sanitized because we are in a pandemic. The pandemic hasn't stopped. The death rate has gone up even more. And we can't pretend like this isn't happening. So we have to live in this pandemic. But guess what? The pandemic isn't going to get us down we're going to keep cleaning and sanitizing and masking up and wearing all of those things, elbow bumping and fist bumping. And we're going to keep coming to church in person and online. Because God is faithful. We're going to work real hard, say real hard, on advertising everything that we do. We're going to get to the point, y'all going to be like, can you stop sending me all those emails? Can you stop telling me about every little thing that's happening in that new life at Calvary? Because we're going to make sure you know about every meeting, every ministry, every event, so you can pray for everything for the church, and you can find ways to support and be involved. We're going to develop stronger, say stronger, stronger connections with our partners. God has blessed us to be a part Of many churches the river of life Reverend Benacey came up today and said our prayer for us but most of us don't realize they have a whole service after our service this afternoon they will have a full service and they usually have about 20 people 25 people in service and you can have English and French in that service So we're going to encourage people to support our partners. If they can't come to New Life at Calvary, they can come to the River of Life Church, amen. They can go on the west side to our partners at Bridge City. They can go on the west side to Bay Presbyterian Church. They can find ways to be connected to any of our churches, any of our partners. Do you want to be a part of something like that? Hallelujah. Because we're going to be talking about next steps, what's happening, and goals for New Life at Calvary. And I've just shared very briefly today, but in February, we're going to have a congregation meeting that all of us are going to come to. And we're going to learn together, say learn together, how we can impact our community, our world, the church, how we can impact our personal lives, ourselves, for the cause of Christ. And it all begins with us being generous people. You know, last, last Sunday, I told you all about the outside of the building and wanting our outside to look better. And I had started talking a little bit about our garden area. And I I know it's hard to think about the garden when it's snow outside. It's hard to think about the playground when it's full of snow. But can you imagine us creating One of the best playgrounds in our area. Can you imagine that? That children, because there aren't very many playgrounds around us. You can go within a mile, two mile radius of our church, and you might see one playground. And that playground is attached to an apartment building, which is surrounded by a fence with a sign that says you can't come in if you don't live here. So what if we develop just our garden area? to provide a beautiful playground. When kids saw it off the street, they're like, mommy, daddy, look, we gotta go over there. Grandma, did you see the blue slide or the green slide? We want to go play at that church. And what about a garden area that includes seating for our senior citizens so you can take a walk through our garden and get a little exercise and, and sit down and have a cup of tea or something and talk to people. Would you like a garden like that at New Life at Calvary? I know I would. Because if you go outside, you have to walk quite a while before you can even sit down. Pastor Rick, many years ago, he put a bench outside our church just so that when people are at the bus stop, they can sit down on the bench. Do you know how many people have called and said, thank you for that bench? It didn't cost very much. But out of the generosity of us, we were able to pay for that very simple bench to put outside so people could sit down. That's an accomplishment that we do together. And guess what? We have more to do. Say more to do. You see, we want to be generous, powerful people for a generous, powerful God. We represent Jesus Christ every day, all day. And if Jesus was willing to lay down his life for you and me, we have to do what? Be willing to lay down our life, lay down our money, our possessions, our material things, lay them down for God. Because whatever we do, God is going to bless and multiply it. I spoke today during the offering that today is Pledge Sheet Sunday. We're going to be turning in our pledge sheets. Do you all have your pledge sheets? Good. Some of y'all do. If you don't, they're on the table on your way out. Those of you that's online, I emailed them to you. Pull up your email. They're in your email. Let's look at this together real quick. What's the first thing we got to put on there? Our name. An envelope number is next. What is an envelope number? Anybody know? When you come to New Life at Calvary, every church member is assigned a number in an envelope that you can put your money in and you can tell us where, where exactly you want your offering to go. So you're assigned a number. And we keep track. Say track. We keep track of every diamond dollar you give and we send you a monthly statement to let you know how your money is being used here at New Life at Calvary. So if you know your number, you can write that down. If you don't know your number or you need an envelope number, you can say, I don't know, send me a number, write it on there. Then we keep scrolling down, and we see some some pledges of why we are generous, what we at New Life at Calvary are doing to live generous lives. We recognize that God calls us to live a generous life, to give, to grow as a Christian, and that God owns all that I have, and that I want the blessings promised by God as I strive to serve the Lord. I hereby choose to accept God's plan for me to give. So if you keep looking down that paper, you see an underlined word. It says, my tithe. I pledge to give back a portion of the Lord's income entrusted to me in the amount of, guess what? You get to choose the amount. I'm not going to come to you and look over your shoulder and say, sister such and such and brother such and such. You only put a dollar If you put a dollar, guess what? It was offered to the Lord. If you put $100, guess what? It was offered to the Lord. If you put a million dollars, it was offered to the Lord. So you put your amount. And then if you want to be a little extra generous, turn on the back. There's a backside. You see, our church is unique. And one of the things that we have accomplished is that we have had full-time pastors even before the merger, we had Pastor Toby, Pastor Rick, myself, Pastor Kelly, and now we're bringing on Pastor Antonia as an assistant. But we want to go further. Say go further. We want to make sure that we are able to hire a full-time associate pastor that we can work together. And we're praying that that person might be Pastor Antonia. But Pastor Antonia is so generous. You know what she said? We're going to open the call to everybody. And if God chooses me, God chooses me. But if he chooses somebody else, he's going to choose somebody else. But we want to make sure that person can get paid. Hallelujah. So if you look on the back and you want to support myself or Pastor Antonia, you can put an additional amount in there. And you can choose how you want to give, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, or a year. Thanks. No matter what we choose today, God is going to continue to be generous in spite of what we do. God is going to continue to love us, support us, protect us, provide for us, and do everything that God wants for our lives, whether we're generous people or not. The question that I'm going to end here today is what can we do back to recognize that generosity what do we as christians want to say back to god you've done all this for me and i see all that you have done what can i do for you lord is the final question we can do all things through christ who strengthens us we can let go and let god we can trust god and increase our faith And we can find our happiness at the cross. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's pray. Gracious God, you are so good, so kind, so amazing. And we thank you that you have been the ultimate generous giver. We want to be found faithful in your vision for new life at Calvary. We want to continue to do the things that we have been doing. But Lord, we also want to do the things that have yet to be seen help us lord to increase our faith test our hearts lord and and help us to be faithful and generous givers in every part of our lives we love you and we honor you in the mighty name of jesus christ we pray and all your people said amen and amen if you're grateful today stand up and sing with the choir they're going to sing grateful by hezekiah walker So for those that have a pledge sheet, if you just want to walk it down, you can set it on the table and we'll collect the pledge sheets if you want to put, turn it in. very we're going to just be seated for a few minutes i'm going to give us the good news to share with everyone today our birthdays we are having annie thornton on the 23rd happy birthday annie dylan williams uh we all know Lori williams his mom his birthday is on the 27th happy birthday dylan and rosie right rosie is usually in the is rosie over there Okay, she's usually right over there uh, or in the, in the fellowship hall. But because of the snow, we had many call-ins today, you all. So those that have been able to join online, we appreciate you joining us online and thank you. But we do say happy birthday to Rosie, right? Our family has been blessed this morning at 2 o'clock in the morning. We learned that we are new grandparents to a beautiful baby girl, <laughs> our son James continues to take that scripture seriously to multiply even though we keep telling them you don't have to be so literal (laughs) but we have a new baby girl granddaughter Terrence and I um, and her name is Marie and it's her her dad's middle name is Maurice and she's named after her dad so her name is Marie so if you hear me pronouncing it funny I'm trying to get used to that. Saints, we do want to say happy birthday to everyone. We also uh, want to lift up today, right after service, the men's choir are rehearsing right in here, right, Carrie? They're right in here. The Men's Association, Marvin, where you guys at for the men? In the Zoom room, um, the community meal is going to be on Tuesday. And remember that even in the snow, we're going to try to provide a hot meal for the families that will come on Tuesday. So if the volunteers, if you can come around 4 o'clock and the meal will start be, is from 5 to 6, please speak to Pastor Antonia. She is doing an outstanding job of developing our our care team, our our teams that are providing support for our sick and shut-in and our prison ministry. So if you want to uh, speak with Pastor Antonia to help send cards, to make calls, to text to, to the people that are at home. We also... Um, are about to begin our grief share program, so, oh, no, we, you all have had to deal with mailing issues because of COVID, Christmas, the holidays, and they are trying to mail us the material, but you know how you can see where your stuff is going, and it keeps saying delay, 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 So as soon as we receive the material, that is the only thing we're waiting for, is to receive the material for the grief class. Because we know a lot of us have had loss, and we want everybody to go into a time of dealing with their grief and and getting some recovery. A Marriage Sensation is today today online at 5 o'clock p.m. Remember, we are still in a pandemic, so we're asking everyone, you know, talk briefly, keep your mask on, get your coffee but please don't don't linger around because we don't want to spread the virus. And um, Pat uh, Rouse does say thank you for your contributions to her. If you still want to contribute to Pat, some of you have called and said, "Is there? A, can we still do that?" And the answer is yes. And uh, man, somebody had another announcement. Who gave me an announcement right before? <laughs> oh, I can't remember it. Well, I'll send an email with that announcement. <laughs> we do have Bible study classes online this week and in person today. I mean, on Wednesday. So if you um, if you want to be a part of a Bible study class, we certainly encourage you to do so. All right. If we don't have another announcement, you sure no one can remember what that announcement was? <laughs> Nobody? <laughs> I know somebody. Somebody stopped to talk to me right there by the door, and I can't remember what the announcement was. Alrighty. Well, hopefully we'll get that announcement. Saints, if we will all rise to receive the benediction. Oh, I know. (laughs) Go ahead and stand up. Go ahead and stand up. Um, Our new family, Kim Wilson and uh, Daryl Wilson, she is... um, very close to delivering they're going to be inducing her and so just pray for her family they're they're watching us online today so if you would keep the wilson family up because any day any day she can have the baby so we want to keep her um lifted up in prayer and their family in prayer thank you god for giving me that thought back (laughs) gracious god as we prepare to depart from this place but never from your sight we pray holy spirit that you would bless us with the spirit of generosity. Help us this week, wherever we turn, left or right, to be mindful that we can be giving people on your behalf. Help us to store our treasures in heaven and to know, Lord, that even if no one on this planet sees us, you always see us. So, gracious God, we thank you for your generosity. We thank you, Lord, for your favor. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that we pray and all your people said amen and amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm mighty glad you came to church today.